0: everybody and welcome back to bizarre podcast dogs must die my name is grant you can call him chip and we
1: are beginning part two battle tendency in today's episode again i've already said this like probably three times but this is where jojo actually starts (laughs) i will say this probably six more times honestly the
0: final episode all right this is where jojo starts though (laughs) yeah yeah uh, but it is a start. In many ways, it is a, a clean break, a fresh start. We are 30 years? No, we are 50 years no, yeah, fifty after we, we last left our, our uh, characters. And
1: uh, wouldn't you know it, it's time to meet a whole lot of brand new to us ones. Mm-hmm. Although the show starts off with a very familiar face. Yeah, my boy is back. He's got a cane. He's got swagger. (laughs) Ario
0: Speedwagon has made good. He is a wealthy, wealthy man. Uh, A fucking oil tycoon. He's an oil tycoon. He he just wandered the the American Southwest and and sensed the the hearts of melted
1: dinosaurs in order to (laughs) strike oil. I love that the the like bi- the really big connective tissue between part 1 and 2 is fucking speedwagon hell
0: yes out of
1: all people speedwagon is like still an important character <laughs> <laughs> so speedwagon uh is hanging out uh in front of a plane waiting to meet up with uh another character from part 1 uh straight so mm-hmm. yes in the time since, uh, Streato has taken over, like, the, the Hamon's, Hamon school because, yes. uh, Master Tom In The Petty. place of
0: our, our dear departed Master Tom Petty. Yeah,
1: Tom Petty, uh, has passed away. And Streato is older, but still looking pretty good for how old he is, uh, mm-hmm. talking to, to Speedwagon. is just like, oh, yeah, Hamon is, like, life energy, right? I guess you just age a little better. Uh, yeah, we, we get
0: all this, uh, uh, sort of, where are they now about, uh, uh, Straitso's promotion mm-hmm. and uh the the speed wagon fortune from the narrator who takes a real back seat uh through the rest of battle tendency he does not talk much
1: no yeah he's yeah the narrator kicks back a lot starting in <laughs> part two the narrator is like in the manga too just as like square panels <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh so it's like, oh, there were less square panels? Alright. I guess there's less a uh, narrator. Uh Speedwagon has invited Straizo and some of his other uh associates uh mm-hmm. to take a trip with him to uh some Aztec-like ruins that Speedwagon mm-hmm. found, or rather a Speedwagon funded uh archaeology slash research team found this weird these weird ruins. Mm -hmm. they go to check it out and yeah just like we saw at the very end first he doesn't say what they're going to look for he just says he
0: just says he's invited them to see something (laughs) that yeah that's right i brought you halfway
1: around the world you know for stuff they they fly to mexico they go to check out these ruins which we saw at the as a teaser at the very end of the previous episode that yes further you go in the more kind of giger-esque it looks like Mm mm-hmm
0: These same ruins that uh, um, Zeppeli must have once plumbed the depths.
1: Yeah, and the whole time they're walking down this this massive, really long hallway, Speedwagon is still not telling straight. So in the gang, like, (laughs) what? (laughs) It's just like he just keeps saying, like, bro, when you see this crazy shit at the end of this hallway, like you're you're gonna feel a chill. And on the back of your neck or whatever, you know, because this looks like to be even worse than the terror we faced like 50 years ago. And, you know, these these Hamon students are fucked because, like,
0: straight so is the second most important character in the scene. Like,
1: your days are numbered. (laughs) Yeah. Your minutes are numbered, dude. But when they reach the end of this hallway, it just ends with this really big chamber with that stone pillar. Uh, that we saw previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's tons and tons of more stone masks like embedded into it, like another dozen or so. We're going to need a lot of sledgehammers. Oh, yeah. You'd really think that's like the instant Speedwagon saw what, even just one of those masks. He would just go run back out, grab a sledgehammer, come back and just smash the shit out of them before he does anything else. <laughs> <laughs> like just break all of those, dude. They're not, they're not moving targets. Uh, in the middle, surrounded by the masks, is uh is this man is a embedded man. into the pillar. It's a man embedded into the pillar. He looks the like pillar a stone. Man, you the might pillar say. man. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, with that it cuts to New York. Uh 1938 New York.
0: Hell yeah. We got uh late depression, mm-hmm. war is brewing, sympathizers with both sides of the war march through the streets. Mm-hmm not in this episode but in like real New York.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we once once the camera pans down to the the streets of New York. They pan down to streets of New York on VHS. <laughs> oh yeah. We get introduced to two new characters here. The first being um okay, here's the first black character in JoJo and his fucking name is Smokey Brown. <laughs> They never say his last name in dialogue, Smokey Brown, huh? I think they might say it later, but yeah, his name is fucking Smokey oh, Brown. That's not good. I was hoping <laughs> for like, oh, it's a Smokey Robinson reference.
0: Okay, we're, we're right? getting out of, of dad rock into Motown. Okay, like yeah. I get it, but oh, that's, that sucks.
1: Yeah, they-, they He's a good, I like him, but that's a yeah, bad name. It's a bad name. But yeah, we we see Smokey walking around the streets, uh, and he looks over to this really huge dude trying to buy a Coca Cola, which they they <laughs> they rename as Coca Cola. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Now, this bottle design
0: is historically accurate. The the distinct yeah. glass Coke bottle shape was about twenty years old at at the point this episode is set. Yeah, and I just want to p-
1: <laughs> nice. I just also want to point out very briefly the uh des- the character design of the like the vendor just selling the, the Coca-Cola's for <laughs> having blonde hair, a brown beard, and a weird fucking hat. What is mm-hmm. that hat?
0: He's clearly a Hamon user. Uh he-, he uh controls his breath so that he can project his, his <laughs> uh, vendor barking to, to gather everyone <laughs> around. <laughs>
1: Because Hamon can do anything. Maybe he can, like, dunk his hands in the ice water the Coca-Cola's in and, like, super chill it somehow. I don't know. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. He doesn't uh, pay for refrigeration. He just uh, has something like uh, uh, Dio's super sweat powers in order to (laughs) chill the
1: Coke. Hell yeah. Man, Dio could have... Dio could have done a lot of stuff with the super chilling Dio powers. Dio could
0: have invented the Frosty, but he decided to try and take over the world instead, okay? Dio's evil.
1: Yeah. God, the power you had, Dio, you fool.
0: <laughs> uh, but Smokey looks at this hulking, uh, uh, well, not hulking, he's a lot smaller than uh, uh, our previous JoJo. This is the new JoJo, Joseph yeah. Joestar yeah he's still pretty damn big but he's bigger than anyone else in the world it's just that the (laughs) world got leaner you know he's he's more lean muscle
1: totally yeah this is even by part two the uh it's a smaller change here but because jojo is such a long-running series and iraqi's art style has changed so much um if you read the manga, like, you can see the art style change is very gradual. Like, the start of, like, part three and the end of part three, the, it looks very different. But the uh, animated adaptations basically take the, what the art style of every any part looked like from the end of it. And that's mm-hmm. what they make the whole thing look like. So even part two, even in just the first season of the anime, it already looks a little bit different than part one looked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People are still going to be pretty fucking huge and buff, but they're already shrinking just a little bit. <laughs>
0: so Smokey looks over at uh, who he will soon learn is Joseph Joestar and thinks to himself, oh, that's the perfect mark. And it turns out marks is just a term for guys with loose grip like this. <laughs> he just runs up and snatches the wallet. It is not the most sophisticated of schemes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Smokey runs off with that wallet. He, he turns down an alley. Happy that he was able to get, like, so easily snatch his wallet. Uh, and he's immediately grabbed by two cops. One who has a really fucked up looking face. He has bulldog face. Yeah. He's got bulldog face. He's got jowls on jowls. Yeah. He's a bulldog man. Yeah, these, these cops, no Smokey. Hey, hey, no Smokey. Take it outside. <laughs> Uh, And they immediately start beating Hubbard Like, they fucking club him over the head because it's JoJo and everyone is full of blood. When Smokey gets clubbed (laughs) over the head, it looks like he fucking died because the amount of blood that immediately splatters (laughs) all over the ground. Um, Our our first look at what it is to be America in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is severe
0: police brutality, (laughs) followed immediately by police corruption.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh, It's very accurate. Good job. And gotta be honest, most times, not all times, but most times cops are portrayed in JoJo, they are very bad people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what does America mean? Well, first,
0: Coca-Cola. Second, cops are fucking pigs.
1: Yeah. The 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 double jowled faced uh cop like just lifts Smokey up like by his head and tells him like that anything he steals from now on, he's gonna get a cut of, like half of it. Mm-hmm. He's going to get half plus a percentage on top. Right, yeah. You could just add those together, but whatever,
0: whatever. <laughs> 50, 50% is half.
1: Yeah. Whatever. So Joseph appears again now, mm-hmm. uh, saying like, hey, what the fuck you doing? He unveils the family trick to say that that wallet was a gift. Yeah. You he, cops have no
0: power here.
1: Yeah, he pulls the George Joestar thing there uh, with his stolen wallet. And the these cops, you know... Get get angry real quick. Uh, the the really disgusting cop like fucking picks his nose and like sticks his booger on Joseph's face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These the, the cops just keep escalating things. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Joseph is is sort of powerless to deny the booger because, as we all know, there is no hormone in boogers. Yeah. Uh, but he has his own uh, tricks up his sleeve. I like to think, though, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, Joseph was raised on stories of uh, his his ancestor mm. Jonathan, so he was actively looking to find his own speedwagon <laughs> by by looking like an easy mark. I need. I'm going to the big city. I need a street tough to help me out.
1: Best yeah. way to find a street tough is to have them do crime on me. <laughs> When that first cop is like yelling at Joseph and still picking his nose, uh, Joseph just punches him so hard that his finger goes clean through his nose, like yes. through his nostril, which is really yes. gross. And also he loses some teeth, I think. And the second cop, who until now has said fucking nothing, just mm-hmm. immediately pulls out his gun, threatening to shoot Joseph. One of them says, I do what I like whenever I feel like it, you fool, which I believe <laughs> is the NYPD model. <laughs> it's true. Like, the this second cop with his gun out was saying, like, hey, I'm about to blow your brains out if you make a move. Uh, mm-hmm. And Joseph just says, hey, I want to see you fucking try it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and as the cop in slow motion is getting ready to is pulling the trigger, Joseph charges up his bottle of Coca-Cola with Hormone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and causes the bottle cap to violently erupt uh, and fly out as fast as a bullet. And it snaps the cop's trigger finger clean off his hand.
0: <laughs> and like the the whole time, uh, like we talk about the cops escalating, but Jojo is escalating along with them mm-hmm. through his, his uh, braggadocio, uh, I guess. Like yeah. He, and as soon as this encounter is over, he's so upset at himself for letting his, his temper take over. And uh, Granny Arena is going to tan his hide when she hears about this. <laughs> yeah i love it I, I love that he hates cops he loves to brag and he hates that he loves to brag <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah it's very good
1: this is a strong introduction yeah i love joseph's intro i just love that one of his big things throughout this entire thing is just that he doesn't want to make granny arena upset for mm-hmm. any reason whether it's through his actions or others he's just super protective of her
0: it's so good he's yeah. such a sweet boy <laughs>
1: Yeah, after that, you know, he's he saves Smokey, and uh, they just immediately start hanging, <laughs> hanging out. Hell yeah! Yeah, we we while there is far less of a narrator, we do get Smokey kind of narrating some things in this episode. Exactly, he's the new speedwagon. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He he talks for a little bit, uh, narrates a little bit about how uh, Joseph tells him that, like, oh yeah, I have this weird power. I've always been able to do it uh my grandpa was able to do it my dad wasn't though he talks about hamon like he doesn't really get it or understand
0: what it, where it comes from or how to do much with it like yeah. intentionally which is a hard contrast to the very next episode so i i don't really know what's going on <laughs> yeah in in this sort of expository conversation we we learn about the events over the last 50 years in the Joe Star family, which is mm. that th- this lost generation uh, uh, died in in the war, the, the baby that Arena was carrying and the baby that Arena was carrying. yes, <laughs> uh, have both passed away in between then and now. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Joseph's father.
1: They clarify that. It seems that Joseph's father had zero hormone abilities, so it, it kind of mm-hmm. just like skipped over. I'm I'm still curious
0: about the lost Joestar generation. I I want to see some mm. like short set in JoJo's World War 1.
1: Yeah. What was that like? Yeah, cuz <laughs> there's no way World War 1 was normal in this world, right? <laughs> some weird fucking shit must have been happening there. There's also the implication that
0: uh magic hero ability skips a generation. <laughs> Yeah.
1: What was George's dad like? What weird shit did he get up to? Yeah. Although it skipped him. Could he have, just like with uh, Jonathan, could somebody have just jumped out of frame and poked him really hard in the tummy just the right way and then, boom, his, his hormone switch was turned on? <laughs> like, I don't know. But from from there, and that that is the actual scene where we actually get Joseph's name. Yes. But after that, we jump back to Speedwagon and the... the Uh, research team and the the hamon people with straight so taking a look at this pillar still uh and speedway is describing how like they've been able to monitor this this carving of a man in this pillar and it's alive it has amino acids even so stop talking start punching it with sun punching give it the sun punch and it it, like the the statue the the stone carving has a pulse and everything it's a living dude in that pillar stop talking stop talking (laughs) oh no sledgehammers stun punches come on yeah he like speedwagon is just keeps talking telling straight so like yo you gotta imagine this guy's probably really fucked up whatever he is we gotta kill him (laughs) now that's why i brought you here you got hormone fucking kill this dude (laughs) straight so's uh you know just turns around and goes like oh so what about joseph he's got hormone ability right how's joseph doing How's he doing? Yeah. How's, I mean, he, he, he took the same flashback classes as Zeppelin. They they went to flashback school together. Yep. And so with Straight Soap bringing up Joseph here, uh, we get a, a flashback of 13 years ago. Or 13? It was when Joseph was 13. Yes, yes. An event where uh, Joseph and Speedwagon were on the, uh, like a private plane and it somehow got hijacked. I don't know where these guys were hiding. <laughs> Uh, they were hiding in the pages of the Green Hornet, a uh, pulp magazine. They they got some like
0: domino masks, black leather. These are pulp ass plane
1: hijackers yeah. and I love them. I love these dudes. Yeah. In this in this flashback, uh has already been like attacked. Uh, The pilot is being held at gunpoint. They're pointing a gun at Joseph, too. And Joseph doesn't give a fuck because he's reading. Joseph uh, is reading comic books and it it sort of looks like a Jojo cover. I didn't look too closely. Yeah. So I mentioned in some previous episode that the manga Araki did before uh, Jojo was called Bao. And that is what Mm -hmm. Joseph is reading.
0: Oh, okay,
1: Yeah. That explains the visual similarity Mm -hmm. of cover design. I see and you know Joseph just like doesn't give a fuck about the situation he's just telling the these hijackers just like hey this ain't my problem just let me let me read my comic book in peace please fuck off they they don't and things no. once again escalate oh yeah uh yeah they they hit him across the face with the butt of one of their rifles and it makes Joseph bleed all over his shirt which makes him incredibly angry because that was gifted to him by Granny Arena <laughs> Uh, and Speedwagon, in his mind, thinks, oh, that's not good. That was a gift from Arena. (laughs) That's going to set him off for sure.
0: And it does. Uh, He uh, knocks him out. He homones the hell out of these dudes in a manner that also crashes the plane.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he he homones the pilot so that he passes out, and the plane goes out of control. Now, granted, the pilot was just their pilot, like, not a bad Mm -hmm. guy. Um, but yeah, the plane just goes out of control, and while it's just tumbling through the air, Joseph just rips a seat off the out of the plane. and just says, hey, we're just jumping out of this. No parachute. <laughs> we're just going to land in the seat, and we'll be good. And they are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. A- after uh, Jonathan became, like, the infallible JoJo, I am very ready for a headstrong, no forethought JoJo.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, this is one of the—like, Joseph is— like one of my favorite and I think still the like a lot of the, the fan base's like favorite Jojo's as well, just because uh this dude is always fucking flying by the seat of his pants. <laughs> it's <laughs> very great.
0: good. We will see him shortly like have plans and set traps, but it's not like all he does. He's he's also very, very capable of just dropping in blind.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with that flashback over, you know, uh, Speedwagon's going like, yeah, that was the day I learned Joseph had hormone. And Straightso just keeps asking, like, wants more details about this. Like, hey, is is Joseph the only JoJo that knows this? Like, everyone else in his family's dead or whatever. Uh, and when Speedwagon confirms that, uh, everyone else but So and Speedwagon fucking die. <laughs> Straightso just killed them in the blink of an eye.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Never did like that guy. No. I'm on
0: record saying how much I do not enjoy that man.
1: <laughs> yeah, he says, like, hey, I just killed all these dudes and I'm gonna kill you too, Speedwagon. Uh and yeah. with this action, uh Jonathan Josar's grandson will know grief and anger, he'll be super pissed off, he'll develop a hatred for me. Uh and then I'm gonna kill Joseph. And with that, he fucking kicks Speedwagon so hard in the head that his skull splits open. <laughs> He commits the unforgivable act. He kills my boy. He oh, kills my boy. No. My, my sweet, geriatric, oil-plundering boy. <laughs> so now, with, like, everybody being dead, their blood is all over the place, there's a weird, like, sucking noise in the background. Something is sucking up the blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we immediately see that <laughs> Speedwagon is not dead yet. Yeah, Yet. He has gotten back up. And Straight So is explaining that... Uh, he chose to learn Hamon because he wanted uh, to master whatever martial art or or thing he could find that could make his body as pure and, and strong as possible. And then one day, he saw Dio. And he saw Dio being hot and powerful, and he Hell realized... Hell yes, and he, that's what I want. That's the real shit right there. And he realized that, wait a minute, I'm still fucking aging. Dio isn't. This sucks. Um... <laughs> So yeah, now that he's this seen
0: explains it, <laughs> why he did nothing of use in that fight. He's like, yeah. oh, I, I'm so,
1: I'm so busy with <laughs> these these zombies. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, now that he's seen that there's way more stone masks, he has decided, hey, I'm going to become a vampire now. Hell uh, yeah, it's... and I'm going to do it way better than Dio. Dio's flaw was that he pushed himself too hard too fast. I am going to kill joseph joestar the other the only other hormone user around that i know of right now so that there's no one left to kill me a vampire and i can have eternity to learn how to become as powerful as possible and so he just grabs a mask and he turns into a fucking vampire Mm -hmm. if you have hormone powers and vampire powers that's like that's a lot of powers it's quite a lot of powers. people gotta watch out for you yeah and as so is, like, turning into a vampire, we, we see Speedwagon call out JoJo and read his name, and then, like, he closes his eyes and, like, passes on or dies or whatever. I'm uh, weeping. I know, I, it's fucked th- up, right? I throw my tablet across the room, how <laughs> dare you? First time I watched this, too, and you see, like, Speedwagon die, I was just like, fuck this! <laughs> he only gets ten episodes before he's gone? You kidding me? How dare you disrespect the, the greatest pride of Champaign, Illinois in such a way? <laughs> Uh, and with that, we cut back to New York again. Uh, mm-hmm. And Joseph is accosting a taxi driver because <laughs> <laughs> the, a driver who who practically shouts, hey, I'm driving here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like he pulls up out of the window, just, you know, just picking him up by like the collar of his shirt. Uh, and this is where we see Arena again. Yeah, she's a sweet old lady. Yeah. Uh, asking Joseph like, hey, what are you doing, young man? And Joseph tries to immediately, like, make up an excuse. It's just like, oh, I was getting you a taxi. In you go. <laughs> We're going somewhere now.
0: Oh, what a sweet good boy. What, mm-hmm.
1: what a good boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Smokey's still hanging out with them, by the way. Like, he just hops in the taxi, too. Like, he's just an immediate friend of the family now. Look, When when God closes a door on one speed wagon,
0: he opens a window for another. <laughs> so Joseph is pestering his, his dear... Beloved grandmother, uh, about whether Speedwagon was gay for Grandpa.
1: Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. The and entire world,
0: yeah, is populated by JoJo shippers. Ship wars.
1: That's what World War One was about. It was a big <laughs> ship war. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Everyone just flying banners of different anime men. <laughs> yeah. The instant JoJo suggests that, like Rina, just starts fucking just wailing on him with an umbrella. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and and we learned another
0: fact about their their family history mm-hmm. that I wish wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the the adopted child from the ship mm-hmm. was was a little girl that grew up to be Joseph's mother, which means they were they don't marry your sister, unnamed no. middle Joe Joe Star. Don't the- do that.
1: I don't think they actually say that that baby was adopted. I mean, I always assume, like, oh, they adopt that baby, right? But I think some other family adopted the baby, but still. That's the
0: the only way. The only way this works is if, like, she sails to America or, or, or you know, gets picked up by, by rescuers in mm-hmm. that casket and immediately is like, I, I can only handle one baby at a time. Please, official channels, find a home for this baby. Yeah, I she can't. grows up and then through mystic artifice re- returns. Yeah, uh, uh, and, and and you know they they have their their romance and 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 bear Joseph together. But that is not what I think happened. Yeah, I don't know. man. I think Joseph's dad married his sister, and it's fucking creepy. <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. Don't do it. Don't Don't do do that. that. Don't do that. (laughs) Everybody watch this podcast. You ever had that thought? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't marry your sister that was rescued from a ship that was exploding due to vampire problems. I know it happens all the time. We've all been there. (laughs) So, yeah, with that little thing uh, out there (laughs) in our thoughts, (laughs) uh, everyone goes to a restaurant to to have a nice meal, and uh, Wario's racist cousin is there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm looking at this guy. I'm thinking this guy is important. He's got a cyber eye. Yeah, he's got a cyber eye in his head. He's got very spiky, pointy, zigzag hair. He's, he's got wearing a... an eye shadow. Like this guy is vital to, yeah. to the plot. This guy is. He's a... not. <laughs> no, he's a fucking freak. This guy is basically there so that Joseph Joe Star can have a and then everybody clapped story. <laughs> Stop reading my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, the so yeah, thing. the
0: the three of them are, are in this, this restaurant having a fine Italian meal here in New York. <laughs> uh, and Smokey just wants to eat some damn Paschetti, but they won't let him <laughs> because
1: of racism. Yep. This, this is a whites-only Paschetti restaurant. Mm-hmm. I just can never not look at this guy and think... Racist Wario. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, even eviler Wario uh, uh,
0: is a patron there, but he is enforcing their we don't serve your kind uh, uh, policy all the same. And while Granny Arena hates fighting and violence of all kinds, she has an exception for racist. you are
1: allowed to punch them as much as you want (laughs) yeah like he joseph immediately gets pissed off and like takes his jacket off or whatever and yeah granny is just like the commander in this fight just like telling jojo when to like you know just like sick him or whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, so evil wario yeah searches for his brass knuckles
0: and does not find them and joseph tells him exactly where (gasps) uh which pocket they're in oh my god and then goes down like sir arthur conan doyle could never yeah uh uh, every little hint he uh he saw that
1: proves why they're in the back pocket and not in his jacket pocket Mm -hmm. yeah and evil wario is shocked to find out that joseph is right Ah, oh, my brass knuckles. And not even just brass knuckles. Like, the brass knuckles with, like, fucking spikes on them. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and, like, in this uh, uh,
0: tense standoff moment, we get, you know, another bold colors, super zoom, uh, uh, uh super close-up on on the eyes. But mm-hmm. this
1: is colored with halftone dots, and I immediately am in love. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Part two likes to do the the... The halftone dots. Oh, I love it. It's yeah, so good. It looks really cool. You know, Joseph is doing this whole spiel, like telling him where his brass knuckles are, you know, just keeps getting everything right. And Evil Wario is just like, okay, so what? And he just fucking lays into his into him, just punching him in the face a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Psych, it was not actually Joseph's face. It was, <laughs> uh, he actually, in the moment Evil Warrior was throwing the punch, somehow within reach, grabbed a, 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 a coat rack Mm-hmm. That has extremely shark, sharp points on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and evil Wario punched his hand clean through the spikes. Fucking got him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what you get for being racist. And yes, the whole <laughs> restaurant claps. <laughs> for Jojo breaking the color barrier at the restaurant
1: they choose to eat at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the waiter does say, uh, when Evil Wario is complaining earlier, the warrior says, sorry, we, we'll, we'll serve anyone who pays us. Okay, okay. So I guess it's not a whites only place, but uh, the instant everyone is done clapping, uh, another dude that was sitting at the table Evil, Evil Wario was eating at, who has really mm-hmm. fucked up eyebrows? Yes. I don't know what's going on there. He doesn't have eyebrows, but he has huge mounds of flesh. <laughs> <laughs> like It's not just like he has a big protruding Brow it's just like it's solid lines It's like somebody took big gobs of flesh And glued it to where his eyebrows should be It's disgusting I hate it I think that's exactly what happened
0: uh, Maybe but yeah he seems to Know some things he knows people uh, yeah. he, He's got hands In a lot of pies he's a mob boss He he is <laughs> uh, Cyber Wario's uh, Boss in the mob Because Cyber Wario is in the mob <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he gets he gets up because like, oh, you must be, you know, Miss Arena, right? I've done a lot of like business deals with uh, Speedwagon uh, and some of my associates have have delivered news about Speedwagon. He's dead. Mm-hmm. He's fucking dead. And this this immediately upsets Joseph and, he's, you know, they're not sure if he can trust him. I didn't write this down in my notes. Maybe you did. I think they decide that he must be telling the truth because, hey, he's in the mob. Why would he, would he be lying to us about this? <laughs> <laughs> I think the amazing thing is how
0: uh, Joseph uses his Sherlock powers to deduce, oh, Straitso killed him
1: <laughs> immediately. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, the, he does say that there's a, uh, you know, he gives the details about where Speedwagon and everybody went uh saying like hey everybody and also like their bodies were dis- discovered like washed up in a river bank in mexico mm-hmm. but yeah joseph's just like god damn it, it must be straight so right just because he can deduce doesn't mean it's a mystery he knows oh okay no actually i i just checked i just scrubbed to the part the guy does say that uh that one of the monks was missing they didn't find his body mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. that's you know sure
0: I mean, it's a good clue, but you could still do a little investigation if you wanted.
1: Yeah. Uh, and this mob mob guy is just saying, you know, damn, this whole thing's a mystery. And Arena's just like, oh, I got an idea. <laughs> there was this guy named Dio. There was some, vam- there was some vampire business. Uh, I hope this would never come up again, but ah, shit. Uh <laughs> The the mob guy goes to look for, like, a cigar or a cigarette or something, and Jojo does the thing again of, like, aha, I know instantly where it is to do by mm-hmm. by my power of deduction.
0: He also keeps predicting what people are going to say next.
1: Yes, this is a thing, this is a trademark of Joseph, is that, yeah, he's always like, and you're about to say blank next, and then they see it immediately afterwards, and then there's always a reaction shot of them going, oh, you got me! But it's not
0: particularly impressive when nearly everything he predicts is a cliche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The next, You're about to say, but that's impossible.
1: Yeah, people say that all the time. You're in an anime. Yeah. Like, come on.
0: I could see that one coming.
1: Yeah. And while Joseph is saying, like, okay, I believe this guy's info for reasons, uh, you know, thank you for letting us know, he immediately socks the dude in the gut super hard that he starts coughing up blood. Yeah, um, at a certain point, he's just looking for excuses to punch people in public. <laughs> this one's for making Granny Arena upset for telling her such bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Anything upsetting to her is worthy of punching men over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> What's funny is now that uh, Arena's much older, she gets so much more screen time in this episode alone. <laughs> yes, she actually does things. <laughs> yeah. And- people care about her thoughts and feelings yeah yeah but yeah arena's upset she's like shaking and stuff. joseph goes into to hug her and uh while hugging her you know she, she's saying like i really didn't want you to ever get involved in this awful history of the joe stars and he says if this is my fate i accept it fully <laughs> he's ready to fuck shit up already hell yes uh, especially because he he's also very upset about hearing about the death of Speedwagon because Joseph loves Speedwagon. Yeah, like Who everyone, doesn't?
0: everybody loves Speedwagon.
1: <laughs> yeah, but with that, some time passes. Uh, it's nighttime. Joseph and Smokey are hanging out in a diner. Uh, mm-hmm. Joseph is looking through like a magazine and asking Smokey if he thinks these uh bras that are being advertised really do make boobs bigger. This was an amazing, amazing <laughs> moment because okay, I'm watching along. Every time
0: I see something that I want to make a note of, I, I pause so I don't like miss something while writing, right? Mm-hmm. So as soon as this comes out, I pause to like try to write a joke that oh what whatever uh you know news in this newspaper that uh Joseph's about to talk about, haha, he's actually gonna uh look at the bra ads. He's actually
1: looking at the bra ads though.
0: <laughs> yeah. How dare you?
1: (laughs) He's just like, just hands the magazine over to Smokey. He's just like, bro, you think that's real though? (laughs) A cup to C cup? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Why are you asking him about yabos? He's (laughs) twelve. He doesn't know. And while uh, Smokey immediately, instead of talking about the yabos, starts talking about how much he thinks the bras are overpriced. $1.25 a dollar 25 a pair is way too much. Uh Joseph looks out uh he he's facing towards the window of this establishment and he sees a handsome anime man staring at him from outside. It's uh, easy
0: to know who's suspicious if a cloud of floating onomatopoeia is around their face. <laughs> yeah. That's someone you got to watch out for. Just a rule of thumb.
1: Yeah. And Joseph like stands up just goes like uh and he's like playing dumb like oh is that that guy looks familiar. Hmm. And He hmm. walks outside and goes like, man, you look you look like a guy I know. Who have I have I met you before? Guess
0: what? It's America. Welcome to guns.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, he he's just like, "Oh, weird. You, I'm, it's really cold out, but I don't see your breath. Did I see a vampire face just now? Weird." <laughs> uh and yeah, so it it just
0: it's, unloads a full Tommy gun into him. And, unfortunately, the cafe
1: window. Yeah, I, I, I fucking love this part because, you know, it's, you know, So has gotten a lot younger because he's a hot vampire now. Uh, and yet, w- Straitso just saying, like, oh, man, Jojo, I'm going to fuck you up before you can even do a single thing so I can have all of eternity to become master vampire. And while he is saying that... Yeah, Joseph just pulls out a fucking Tommy gun, which I don't know where he was hiding it from, which makes it way funnier. It came from the, the coat rack dimension, obviously. Yeah, he just had his hand behind his back and just whoop, there's a fucking Tommy gun. And even So is like caught off guard, just goes like, what the fuck? And yeah, he just starts dumping rounds <laughs> into Straitzo <laughs> into the restaurant. Smokey has some valuable questions, like what the fuck and what the fuck and where did he get that and i i do love that there's a part where he says he's shooting him right out in public incredible (laughs) like while he's also thinking what the what in the fuck he's also thinking wow i gotta kind of admire him for doing this (laughs) i mean you don't see that every day yeah Uh, I'll, i'll give you that yeah yeah, he, he just unloads, like, uh, hundreds of rounds into straight, so sends him flying all the way into the back of the, mm-hmm. the restaurant. But Joseph, as he has a moment to to let this
0: betrayal uh, sink in, he, he sheds tears for a friend-turned-vampire. Yeah. Truly, he is his grandfather's heir. <laughs>
1: I think it's also partially for Speedwagon, because he did say this was for Speedwagon. Yeah. 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 And that's the end of of episode 10, New York's JoJo. That's it. I I do think it's funny they call it New York's JoJo when he's actually just visiting right now, I believe. He's not actually from New York, but... He's got a he's got
0: an English accent and everything. He's not from New York. Yeah. So that brings us to episode 11, The Game Master. Ooh. As Jojo uh starts off by examining his own crime scene. <laughs> uh mm. uh and, and sort
1: of intuiting the science of ballistics. Yeah. And, and Jojo also has an interesting way of trying to disperse the crowd cuz a lot of people are just hanging outside the restaurant going like, "What the fuck?" Um <laughs> But, like, there's some ladies still, and somehow he managed to hurt no one but straight so. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just well, that good. he's just that good, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, two ladies who are just, like, on the side, just, like, crying and screaming, just utterly terrified. They can't move. And he goes, like, hey... Stop if it. you Stop if,
0: crying, young women. I just fired at.
1: Yeah, he's just like, hey, yo, you gotta calm down and get out of here, or else I'm going to make out with you. I shall give you tender kisses if you do not compose yourself. <laughs> what in the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, he's already like suspicious that you know this isn't going to be able to kill straight. So like the bullets he was picking up just have dents in them, uh, Mm -hmm. like like they got deflected or something. But yeah, straight so immediately like stands back up. Uh, he, uh, it's gross. He digs his finger into one of his wounds to pull out a bullet. Uh, oh, oh, oh. But even before that, we got our new theme song. Yes, I can't wait to see just how much of it is spoilers <laughs> it's
0: generally in the same vein as the first op we we mm-hmm. still have a lot of shots of, of, of like cg models with iraqi's art wrapped around them mm-hmm. doing action bits but more often they're in a uh, uh, silhouette with abstracted colorful uh, uh silhouettes in, in yeah and lots yeah. of just
1: different types of like geometric patterns being overlaid through stuff and yes. then kind of like blending on top of each other to make new patterns and stuff it looks really cool it looks really cool there there's a whole lot of people that i don't recognize in it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is one of my favorite openings i just love the visuals of, of this one especially when everything's in silhouette but yeah after straight so like digs a bullet out of his leg he just like figures out like oh wait I could just like kind of twist my body and flex really hard and shoot all the bullets out of my body mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well he wasn't there for Jack the Ripper this is new to him um, and Jojo is thinking so oh shit he really is a vampire I hope it was hoping he was just a dude <laughs>
0: but uh, he unveils that he's already unlocked some of uh, Dio's secret powers mm-hmm. as he invites Jojo to look deeply into his space ripper stingy eyes <laughs> Yeah. Laser
1: eyes has an attack name now. Space Ripper Stingy Eyes. So I generally like the Japanese dub more, but man, straight so's English dub delivery of stare into my Space Ripper Stingy Eyes is really fucking funny to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot.
1: <laughs> also, it's just really gross, like how the vampire laser eyes work because they're yes. like corneas rip open to shoot out the lasers. Oh, it's bad. It's, it's really bad gross. It's bad to see. It's fucking disgusting, man. But yeah, he fires out uh, his laser eyes, going like, yo, I'm gonna kill you the same way Dio killed Jonathan. Which, for a while, I kept thinking, like, how the fuck does he know that? He wasn't there, but I was just like, oh, right, Arena survived and probably told everybody, yo, my husband got shot in the neck by vampire laser eyes. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Joseph takes one shot to the forehead, one shot to the throat. Mm-hmm. But, he's
0: doing okay,
1: actually. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine uh surprisingly he, good joseph does his the next thing you'll say is blank thing uh mm-hmm. it's, you know yet again does it and yeah joseph fucking tricked him uh he's just like telling straight so like man you've been out like in the in tibet just like out in the mountains for way too long you forgot that vampires uh, or rather not vampires uh mirrors exist and that vampires don't cast reflections in them <laughs> and then he just he's just like here's a little hint and points at the clock above him which is you know reflected in reverse here dumbass just shot at a mirror <laughs> How is that? How is that flawless mirror wall still intact after the the full drum of a of a Thompson (laughs) submachine gun? I don't know, man. All the bullets went into straight so somehow did not hit that mirror. The the place is wrecked, right? Like every piece of furniture, every bit of
0: glassware.
1: But that mirror wall is a okay, my friend. Yep. And while straight so is distracted by the fact that he's a dumbass who shot at a mirror. Joseph just runs in and just clubs him over the head with the rifle and charges hormone through it to to melt his face. Uh huh. But uh-huh. Straitso is prepared because he
0: has a special scarf woven from the <laughs> stomach lining of a particular beetle, which dissipates hormone energy. Obviously, everyone knows this. This is <laughs> hormone one hundred and one.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like that just comes out of nowhere. I'm kind of fine with it because it's just like, sure, he knows everything about Hamon. He might have he he's he might know defenses against it or whatever. But. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is why you might expect him to know a Hamon dissipating technique. Yeah, like some sort of anti-breath or something instead of just accessorizing
1: cool <laughs> with beetle tummy, <laughs> beetle tummy scarf. But yeah, I I love this next part so much because. Mm-hmm. Uh, Straitsos talk about like, yo, you can't beat me with hormone I know everything about it. I you know, I have mastered the craft of of this martial art or whatever. And Joseph's just like, Okay, cool, that's great. I'm just gonna run away. Uh and as he does that, he somehow with sleight of hand pins a grenade to the his scarf. Yes. Yes. Oh man. You you say this part. You go ahead. Okay. I, I want to <laughs> see your reaction to this part. <laughs>
0: So, so Joseph runs away, pulling this the the string connected to the pin, and so straight. So looks down and sees a grenade has been pinned to me. Oh no! If I were a normal man, this would be bad, but I am not. I am a Hamon supercharged vampire. One grenade is nothing <laughs> to me. So he throws the grenade, and then sees that there are eight <laughs> strings attached to the grenade. <laughs> Each pulling the pin on yet another grenade pinned to him. (laughs) uh, Joseph Joestar is not just fast. He is
1: Barry Allen fast. Yeah. Goddamn. This part makes me laugh every fucking time I see see it. Just eight more more grenades stuck to his back. He didn't notice since Joseph thought, aha, he's going to slap the first grenade away. Mm-hmm. I'll just tie the other ones to this one so they all pull the other pins. And yeah, he just... And there's no way he could slap eight grenades. No way, no.
0: <laughs> so, so okay, okay. Uh, Joseph has just had a very uh, eventful, uh, hospitaliano meal uh, with his new best friend and his grandma. And then he finds out. That uh, his mentor and dear family friend has died, Mm -hmm. and it's probably at the hands of another dear family friend. So he goes for for a bit of a late-night nosh,
1: and he brings his Tommy gun and and a dozen hand grenades. And by the way, the show never answers where Joseph gets those from, and I'm happier (laughs) for it. You can think maybe because Speed he he knew Speedwagon who has connections to the mob he can buy that stuff. I don't give a fuck. It's way better that I don't know where he got those grenades <laughs> from.
0: <laughs> so Straight so blows to hell and back. He's he's in a thousand pieces. He's fucked up. There's no way the cafe is insured for this. But of course, vampires have total bodily control. Yes. And his parts start reassembling themselves.
1: Yeah, all of his disgusting little chunks just start crawling towards each other, l- linking back up. And as So is reconstructing himself here, Smokey's just like, dude, there's no way we can beat this. What in the fuck is happening right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Joseph says, I'm going to have to use my my ultimate technique here. Take a look at So. Look at his legs. They're all messed up right now, right? My technique has to do with that. And then he just turns around and runs away.
0: <laughs> it's so good. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Uh, meanwhile, we we see that every spunky pre-war lady was an aspiring journalist. Yes. Yep. We got this Kit Kitteridge-ass future love interest wandering around the city.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that, you know, she's just like, oh, man, this is such a great scoop. Uh, and while she's saying this, we get... Fucking Newsies the Musical on Broadway. God. Yeah. We, while this is happening simultaneously, Straitso leaps up into the air. And now he's, like, crawling on the, the side of the, the outside of his building, like, 20 mm-hmm. feet up.
0: The Yu-Gi-Oh! stat cards yeah. return.
1: Yeah, we we learned that uh, Straitzo, uh, his grip strength is 235 kilograms per centimeter square.
0: For uh, Americans, this is about 4,600 PSI. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or for, for more current uh, units, uh, 27.5 million Pascal uh, of yeah. pressure. Uh, I don't know what that means as a benchmark so I went looking mm-hmm. the only people the, the first people I found talking about this sort of uh, psi were uh, uh, people looking for advice in power washing okay <laughs> where 4 thousand is way too much you will damage <laughs> your brick you could easily take off a finger if you're not careful yeah. and that's only 4 thousand he he has a, a Grip strength of forty six thousand psi. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, he also has a vertical jump of four point two two meters, which is
1: as high as a classic Volkswagen Beetle is long, <laughs> for comparison. <laughs> Jesus, I think this might be the last appearance of the Yu Gi Oh stat cards in JoJo. By the way, <laughs> it only happens like twice. I'm I'm sorry I couldn't get numerical values for pluck and or luck. Ah, oh, damn it! Yeah, straight so. Uh, also now completely nude. By the way, which is very um,
0: strange. It is strange to see a nude man rather than uh, a chance to indulge the passion for fashion.
1: Yeah, straight so leaps off this building and lands behind this this reporter lady. He's up to something, but it, mm-hmm. it, just, it you don't see what it just cuts to uh uh the verrazano bridge i think i forget which bridge they were on although i, I am happy that straight so is nude
0: because now i can immediately recognize oh that's straight so he's so bland yeah every previous appearance i have to remind myself which one, oh, it's it's straight so okay okay oh it's straight so yeah but now oh the the big naked man i know which
1: one's straight so now <laughs> i get it now if only he were naked throughout the entire series that's just yeah. his, that's his uh <laughs> that's battle his technique thing. <laughs> it's very
0: distracting
1: yeah uh yeah joseph and Smokey have run onto this bridge and straits is already there he's got the reporter lady in his in his grip uh he's got two fingers in his mouth saying like yo i'm gonna kill this girl if you don't fight me right now
0: <laughs> and jojo replies i don't even know who that woman is you moron you <laughs> absolute fool <laughs> Which is the least Jonathan thing ever said.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this ate your grandpa's JoJo. Yeah. And, and Straightzo just keeps saying, like, th- this whole thing is a test of character for, for Joseph. Like, hey, if you run away right now, I know I'll never need to actually fight and kill you because you're a coward. But if you try to save this lady, I have to end you right now.
0: <laughs> Thank you for explaining the rationale between villainous hostage taking. Very helpful, Straightzo. <laughs> Could you please stop putting your fingers in that lady's mouth, please? Please, please stop please, that. Please stop it. It's very disturbing. Yeah. I don't like it.
1: And, and Joseph just keeps trying to bluff that, like, hey, I don't care what you do with that lady. Uh, and, and Straits is, you know, shows how serious he is by ripping one of her teeth out and throwing it at him. This uh,
0: incenses Joseph Joestar. <laughs> the, he's enraged. He must
1: stand outside of dentist's office screaming at them to, to stop the barbarity. <laughs> Uh, this this makes Joseph so angry that he grits his teeth and sparks fly off of them, <laughs> <laughs> and his jacket explodes. I love that. Yeah, his jacket explodes from flexing so hard. But like the cuffs of the sleeves stay on his arms. I liked that jacket. I'm gonna miss that jacket. Yeah, that jacket doesn't come back. Unfortunately, it was a fu- it was a cool design. Yeah, I just love that the cuffs of the jacket stay on and everything else just erupts off of him. Well, his wrists aren't buff. That's just bone there. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But yeah, Joseph leaps onto the uh, the side of the bridge here and Straightso so fires off more Space Ripper stingy eyes at him. Ah, uh, but it, the perfect counter is, of course, sassy shot glass stance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, you know, he says straight so is so predictable because he's shooting at the exact same points that he did before. Uh, mm-hmm. So he just lifts up those shot glasses uh, and the, the points he predicts the lasers are going Charges them with hormone, and because of the curved surface inside the shot glass so that the lasers Hit the inside curve in the glass and then shoot straight back out at straight So and just pierce them <laughs> straight through the fucking brain Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it he uh, J-
0: joseph clearly loves speed wagon because he's acting for, for vengeance. But when he uh, uh, begins trash-talking So, he says, hey, say hi to Speedwagon in hell for me. <laughs> so he's very realistic about what's going to happen to Speedwagon's <laughs> eternal soul.
1: Yeah. As an oil magnate, he is doomed to, to eternal perdition. Yeah. Reflect- reflecting the laser back at him wasn't the final blow. You know, so does leap in. Uh, just to, ta- to attack him directly and J- Joseph just punches him in the face with the Hamon punch. Uh, even just through these first two episodes here, seeing Joseph fighting, the way he fights is way different than the type of fights we got in part one.
0: Yeah, we, we have no uh, attack names being shouted
1: for one. <laughs> yeah, we've got no, we, we won't get any like overdrives if, I- if I remember correctly, from Joseph. And a lot of Joseph's fighting has nothing to do with Hamon actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's... It- I mean, gadgets isn't the word, yeah. right? But there's a lot of props, shall we
1: say? Yeah, Joe. I, I would say Joseph is resourceful.
0: Maybe yes. Yeah, there's
1: there's a good word, resourceful. While he still has hormone and uses it to beat up vampires and stuff, like the vast majority of his the way he fights is just tricking dudes
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: in really g- comedic ways, usually like the grenade shit and you're you're never sure how much of a plan he has going in. yes
0: and like e- even in that flashback where uh speed just got thrown out of a plane and he's like kid wow you never think things through and he's like no i do <laughs> all the time and you have to wonder like are you sure you you stupid little child or <laughs> what was that pilot like
1: in on the hijacking and you knew somehow and this is his punishment. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, this is honestly like the way the fights throughout part 2 go. They are far less frustrating than part 1's because there's a lot less making shit up for Hammon to do and a lot more just like clever tricks and stuff like that. It's it's a lot mm-hmm. more um I don't know, it's a lot more satisfying from that on, I think.
0: So the fight continues, they, they uh, engage in blows, but jo- uh, Joseph has the upper hand the whole time mm-hmm. uh, until So reveals uh, his true plan was just to be a tutorial boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was only here to, to put over the real villain.
1: Yeah. He, he talks about how uh, when he killed everybody, he noticed that the stone pillar was starting to suck up the blood of all the bodies and he thought that was fucked up and so he g- dragged all the bodies outside and threw them down the river um mm-hmm. so that would not continue yeah he's just he's just keeps telling joseph like hey you're gonna your fate is to learn more about the pillar man he he is a far greater danger this is part of your destiny <laughs> that you cannot escape <laughs> and i believe straight so also tells him like hey if you want to learn more you got to go check out the nazis you got to check out the nazis <laughs> you got to check up the na- check up on the nazis cuz they're doing some shit right now <laughs> both both historically and also uh <laughs> uh wacky <laughs> stuff with this pillar man thing
0: mhm mhm does something that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. he unleashes his own hormone which as a vampire destroys his body <laughs> yeah Oh, yeah, you can just do some things and kill vampires,
1: and you are a vampire. So, yeah, this this works out. Okay. Yeah. And wh- while he's dying, he says, like, man, I love going out like this. I just wanted to be young and hot w- for another day. <laughs> <laughs> I have fulfilled my dream. Sorry about all those
0: people I ate on the way, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah jojo beats his chest uh uh because he just recently saw king kong i guess he predicted the dialogue on every title card that came up people were very annoyed (laughs) so so see now now we get uh, a bit of an introduction into the nazis that -hmm. that they are very dangerous and that they are
1: industrial and also they are fucked up wizards (laughs) yep Get some shots of wizards or uh, not wizards, but uh, Nazis hanging out in like uh, runic symbols they've drawn on the ground trying to do some wizard shit. So we cut back to Mexico
0: where Mm -hmm. Nazis have a a research facility. Uh, Germany and Mexico were not allied in 1938. In fact, they were very upset with one another Mm -hmm. as uh, each nation supported opposite sides in the Spanish Civil War. 1938 is also the year Mexico nationalized their oil industry, angering U.S. business interests. Aha. Uh-huh. Although, uh, when Mexico did enter the war, about six months after the United States did, it was on the side of the Allies, and they contributed those oil reserves, as well as soldiers, to uh, the, the, the war. Uh, the, the Mexican military participated in taking uh, the taking of the Philippines, for instance.
1: Mm. Now, what history books won't tell you is that one of the <laughs> one of the Nazi uh, majors is fucking Guile from Street Fighter. Really? Because I got a
0: Wesker vibe from him. <laughs> that, like, okay, sure, the the Guile haircut, but that's mm-hmm. definitely a Wesker.
1: Funny thing, uh, it's it's straight up admitted in like some commentary in like a Street Fighter art book that Guile is based off of this this character from JoJo. <laughs> He is straight. Actually, he's based off of this character and one other that comes in comes in later in part three. But yeah, sure. sure. Guile's hair is straight up from this guy Major Von Stroheim, Mm -hmm. who is being uh getting shaved by uh, uh, a woman who accidentally cuts his cheek, and uh, he makes her lick his wounds. Mm -hmm. Some weird, some real freak shit happening here. it's real freak shit, these Nazis. Yeah. I feel like they might be the bad guys. It's <laughs> safe to say, I think the Nazis, not so good. Uh, by the way, I just got to say, listening to this part in the English dub the first time, oh my fucking God, all the German voices. <laughs> right? there, There is a point later where, oh my God. <laughs> oh, they're so stupid. Later at the end of this very episode, it gets wild. <laughs> yeah. Like it's bad, but at the same time, because of just how fucking crazy the show is, it kind of fits in a way. They're all so hammy too. It's it's perfect. Oh god, yeah, the Nazis and, and JoJo are very hammy. Uh, but not not only do we
0: meet a new character, we meet an old character, mm-hmm. a, a perhaps seventy year old character. Because guess what? Miracle of miracles. <gasps> Speedwagon has survived his cranium splitting apart. Yay! My sweet boy is back. He's
1: being held by the Nazis in a straitjacket and pumped for mystic information. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now we cut back to to Joseph back in New York, uh, asking that reporter lady if she's all right. Uh, she fucking decks him in the face for for calling him for calling her a floozy. I mean, Joseph might be a stalwart
0: anti-racist, but that doesn't mean he's without biases. You know? Oh, yeah. Social justice is a long
1: road, okay? That's true. I, I, I'm going to gonna say that probably Joseph's big, maybe not weakness, but biggest character flaw is that he's very horny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it worked for Solid Snake. You know, what are you going to do? It's true, do? yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they check up on her just to make sure, like, is she okay? Yeah, she's all right. Yeah, uh, I, I okay, okay. And Joseph immediately goes, like, I got to check up on these Nazis. Can't wait to go to Mexico. <laughs> Uh, and we cut back to the the nazi research facility mm-hmm. again we get like this happens a couple times throughout this episode of just like stroheim is just blasting like insecticide around to kill some flies
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: it's not important but he keeps he's, doing it. he's fastidious he he
0: wants cleanliness and order uh and is trying to impose it on the face of the natural world that- sure yeah cannot be restricted that way like it it reminds me of the the one scene the the one shot that i just absolutely love in jurassic park Mm -hmm. where uh the t-rex steps on the park map in the mud
1: oh yeah the entire
0: film's themes are in like one tiny insert shot right there yeah i forgot about that i fucking love jurassic park okay people you don't understand
1: (laughs) how much i love jurassic park okay jurassic park i just mentioning that i was literally just thinking like yesterday I have not seen Jurassic Park enough in my enough times it's in my life. So
0: good, it's the best movie ever made in color. Okay, Jurassic Park yeah. and Casablanca. There's
1: my two. Okay, <laughs> good choices. <laughs> uh, but Stroheim, uh, waking up, Speedwagon here. They wheeled him into this room, and presses a button to open the these giant shutters covering the the windows into mm-hmm. this examination room. He's just like, "Yo, uh, Speedwagon, you're going to tell me about this pillar man." And uh, surprise, they've completely excavated that, that pillar man uh, from the ruins and have brought it into this research facility, which they've, like, suspended in mid-air. In this huge
0: uh, chamber that, that they are so proud of how impenetrable it is. Yes. That'll be important later. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's monologuing, as evil Nazis tend to do mm-hmm. in, in media. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing he says to Speedwagon is an, an old quote An an aphorism from the old country: Mm -hmm. "The village in which the elderly kill each other is not long for this world." What does that mean? What in the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, was that a
1: problem back in Europe? Were they having retiree Hunger Games? And and no, what what are you saying? Yeah, I didn't actually. I should have checked. But when he said that, I was like, "Is that a real saying? What? (laughs) (laughs) What? How could it be?" <laughs> it, it, like it's so it's so strange, but it just there is something about it, it's just like that sounds like it could maybe be real, but fucking what? Um but anyways they wheel out a truth serum to inject yes. Speedwagon with a
0: big scary syringe wheeled out on a medical cart with nothing else on it. <laughs> yep. Von Stroheim demands flashbacks exposition? <laughs> Foxy english interjections give some to me
1: <laughs> meanwhile uh speed was saying out loud to himself god why couldn't you just let me die <laughs> he hates be he hates being here i mean fair well whenever like Speedwagon starts talking about something like stroheim immediately gets bored and has to like start gurgling mouthwash and shit if he's not spraying flies down he's antiseptic stroheim yeah stroheim decides hey we need to do some experiments here uh they have a bunch of mexican people that they have imprisoned telling them like hey you all you have to decide who to sacrifice and then i'll let the rest of you go Mm uh one child volunteers to be the sacrifice and so of course being an evil nazi goes okay cool let's kill the rest of them uh and this this is a cartoon accent off because this kid (laughs) is
0: edging towards speedy gonzalez i have to say yeah like this is some real looney tunes national accents
1: yeah did the voice director for the english dub go like okay this show is fucking nuts you just go crazy <laughs> with the accents or it, was that it has the, to be it that's the <laughs> it makes
0: sense yeah Fr- i i mean in that position i might have made the same call <laughs> yeah what you want like naturalist realism now now (laughs) now Mm. there's something called a pillar man and that
1: makes sense (laughs) somehow Uh, meanwhile joseph joestar is already in mexico and he's doing fucking uh sick jumps on his motorcycle while trying to find the nazis and while trying to find the nazis a fucking weird nazi in a cloak Uh, is hopping from cactus to cactus licking his knife could people please stop putting shark sharp things on tongues please 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 stop stop. it please Please stop stop. that i
0: I don't like von stroheim i don't
1: like how he treated the lady shaving him oh no von stroheim's a very bad man he's a very bad man yeah and we cut back to him saying like hey begin the blood experiment and they just start giving the pillar blood there's a little splash of blood to be continued yeah
0: In chapter 12, The Pillar Man. Oh, oh no! (laughs) Joseph is wandering the desert. He keeps getting the sense he's being watched. He's about to realize he's in a TV show. Whoa. This is reminding me of the coyote gospel from uh, uh, Grant Morrison's Animal Man. Mm. Like, I would love if we went in that direction. (laughs) But no, he's just being spied on by an incredibly stealthy Nazi assassin.
1: Yeah, there's a cloak that guy's cloak from the end of the previous episode is just floating in the wind and when Joseph grabs it and just tosses it, somehow the Nazi appears behind it in mid-air. Mm-hmm. And, and leaps out to stab at Jojo with his weird knife. And stands um, upon a cactus. This guy's face is it's fucked up. What is happening? Uh, he looks like he hasn't slept in
0: well, the last 50 years actually.
1: Yeah, he's got it's not just bags, he's got bags on bags that also <laughs> extend to where like his crow's feet would be like it's <laughs> disgusting and also some of the bags not all of them are a deep red color and that extends up the side of his temples mm-hmm. i don't know what's happening to him but he's fucking gross and i hate him he's some sort of bat man not not batman but a bat man yeah not a vampire either no but a different not a vampire kind of batman <laughs> So this is SS Commander Donovan. Mhm. And and he is impressed
0: that Joseph could could find him because uh he was using all of his stealth techniques <laughs> and not even wild bats could could uh uh detect him. Yeah. That well-known benchmark for stealth penetration, <laughs> the, the skill of wild bats.
1: Oh god. Bats in captivity, they they are not properly calibrated. <laughs> Joseph picks up that cloak from earlier and tosses it at Donovan while he is leaping towards him and then goes to to like punch him. Uh, but mm-hmm. Donovan has loaded the 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 cloak with cactus needles. So when he punches the cloak, oops, just fistful of cactus needles.
0: Jonathan identifies that that uh, Donovan is from from is a German and the army he speaks about is the Nazi army. Oh, but. Uh, by sight, sound, and he says smell. Yeah. <laughs> Does he smell like sauerkraut? What what do Nazis smell
1: like? <laughs> Joseph. Evil. evil. The stench of evil. Donovan has, like, knocked Joseph down to the ground uh, with his boot on his head, and, but Joseph says, aha, this is where I've wanted to be all, all along. Because mm-hmm. he has been sending hormone through his head into the ground, which is then traveling up the cactus that is right next to him. And then Donovan says something I never knew I wanted to hear
0: a Nazi say so badly. What's up with this cactus?
1: <laughs> and he says it's not just because the cactus is like shaking a little bit or something. It is actively swelling mm-hmm. right in front of him to the point where it's like you should no longer be saying what's up with this cactus and you should be running away from it. <laughs> At least get that cloak in the way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the cactus has been overloaded with hormone. It explodes. It sends tons of needles into Donovan's face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is super owned now. And uh, Joseph must explain that this is possible because
0: uh, cactus is like 80% water. Yeah. Which is which is true. Yeah. You know, cactus are big, juicy things, which is why you can't jump on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... <laughs> If uh, water content is what makes something explosive via Hamon, we could be in for some very disturbing body horror in the
1: future. <laughs> yeah. this is, oh, there's potential. There's bad potential. Yeah, you really could uh, go nasty places with that, really. But yeah, he he gets the info about where this Nazi research base is uh, from Donovan. Mm-hmm. Ties him up to the cactus, upside down, leaves him to die, basically in this desert. Also, Donovan, like, in some scenes, but not all, he has a really nasty-looking tongue just hanging out of his mouth all the time. Yes. I don't like it.
0: It's one of the worst things about him. I I have to say the absolute worst thing is that he's a Nazi. Yeah. Speaking of Nazis, we're back with von Stroheim, who's ready to execute prisoners for occult experiments but squeamish about blood he insists that <laughs> yes. the technicians don't tell him how they got the blood out yeah i i just love how insulated the powerful are even from themselves yes i want to take the blood out but ooh blood no ew i'll
1: close my eyes I'll, t- I'll turn around and like while yeah still talking about the blood experiments he's still like a gurgling <laughs> mouthwash <laughs> again god uh, the, so they have wheeled Speedwagon out here in a wheelchair, still, like, bound to it, like, in a straight jacket, just so he can see the blood experiments? He's their expert in vampire business. He found the Pillar Man. Yeah. And Speedwagon is just, like, fucking shaking. He is utterly terrified of what the Pillar Man could do, telling mm-hmm. them, like... This blood experiment is very dumb. Don't do this. Stroheim is—it's cool. The iron walls here are twenty inches thick. We got flamethrowers. We got guns. We got bombs and everything. It's, like it's soundproof. It's everything proof.
0: Yeah. I mean, Stroheim thinks Speedwagon is an utter fool to be afraid of, yes. of this primitive creature. Yeah. And and creature <laughs> there is because um
1: <laughs> the man pops out of the pillar. He's the the pillar free man. Yeah. Now while <laughs> just two episodes in the same podcast i said now this is where jojo starts now this is where jojo starts uh because this is this episode is fucked up (laughs) there's some messed up stuff in this episode it's true Uh, it's true uh
0: the the man pops out and von stroheim's like well we can't just call him pillar man now he's out of
1: the pillar never once considering he might already have a name yeah he he names him uh sant viento Mm-hmm. After the, the, the Mexican winds or whatever, uh, his original name, of course, was uh, Santana. <laughs> <laughs> After the
0: guitarist.
1: After the guitarist. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But yeah, they had to rename San Viento. I, I love
0: that there is sort of like a pencil sketch filter on San Viento. Yeah. And that it is a different one with every particular frame. It's it's constantly
1: shifting anytime he moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a new addition to the art style of part two. They do this, like, pencil sketch overlay. It reminds me of the way
0: uh, King Kong's fur would ripple. I, I accidentally am talking about King Kong twice in one episode. <laughs> uh, just because of the, the thumbprints left by the animators yeah. uh, as, as they moved the stop-motion puppet. Yeah. And it, it brought the fur to life accidentally. <laughs> it's very. It's a good effect. It's cool. I like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Santana here is just like acting like a caveman because they they turn sprinklers on to wash all the blood away. So he's Mm -hmm. like trying to get up off the ground. He's slipping on it, falling down. He's getting up and he's just like scratching his head a bunch uh and stroheim finds this extremely funny he's just laughing his ass off because it's just like oh man mm-hmm. pillar man just sucks he's just a stupid caveman whatever
0: <laughs> yeah yeah like for for all the power and all the fear that they expect to have from this as soon as von stroheim can plug him into like the nazi ideology of hierarchical race science <laughs> yeah he, he becomes just a, a putrid little low beast nothing to fear from from we uh uh, ascended Aryans.
1: yeah and i do i do love that the instant he's done laughing about that he says like ah he just seems like a you know just like a lowly caveman like subhuman let's assume he made the masks that turn people into vampires anyways next experiment (laughs) uh and they so they open up a door a side door where they have loaded in uh, one of the prisoners from from the previous episode that they put the mask on who is mm-hmm. now a super buff vampire that can't stop voguing and has cute little red spirals on his cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
0: the, the vampire goes in and uh, immediately have, having been starved of, of human blood mm-hmm. s- tries to eat uh, uh, the pillar man the axe the pillar man.
1: Yeah. He he goes in, like, goes in to bite, like, the shoulder of the Pillar Man, and it looks like he bites him for a second, but what actually happens is his lower jaw no-clips into Sanfiento's body, Santana's body. Then, like, his arms have no clip through him. They Like, they just pass through him, but they're, like, stuck inside the body of Santana now. He tries to pull back, and his lower jaw is just gone now.
0: Ancient as he is, Santana is really more modern English because he
1: will stop the world and melt with you. <laughs> uh, and that is what he does to this vampire. The The vampire, you know, every, any part that passed through Santana's body is just gone now. It's just in Santana's body. Uh, and... Santana just very easily like tears this dude in half and just like grabs the parts of the vampire and just like sucks them into his body and absorbs them. And it's super nasty.
0: See the problem with vampires. What what they they really uh, uh could improve on is that they don't eat the bones. If you eat <laughs> the bones, you're far stronger.
1: Yeah. Uh there's a great, a really hilarious like shot here. Uh, Santana, like, absorbing all the parts of the vampire, where he's, like, doing a big vogue, like, sexy flex, but he's got, like, a foot and a leg sticking out of his chest. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, that's gross. But, yeah, he absorbs the entire vampire into his own body, and now he's buffer. He's he's bigger, he's stronger pr- from absorbing that vampire. And now Stroheim is actually spooked, and Speedwagon yes. asks, what level of thought is he capable of? <laughs> Uh, so
0: we we cut outside, and Joseph has found this compound uh, on uh, the the assassins' directions, mm-hmm. and we we see that there that the compound is guarded by some Nazis. Who uh have very strong parallels to the American police officers two episodes previous. Yeah, they're drawn they in a very similar way. Hideous, hideous men who just abuse their authority. They they are just shaking down the, the women who have come to sell and, and deliver things in the compound. Mm-hmm. And not just shaking them down, but sexually assaulting
1: them. It's yep. very bad. It's very bad. Nazis, they're bad. They're bad, man. Uh, but Joseph, seeing what's happening here, has uh, a Bugs Bunny ass idea to yeah. uh, dress up as a lady and go like, "Hey, can I come in?" <laughs> we get we get our men in a dress joke, and it's not great.
0: No, it's it's quick. I guess it could be worse, but yeah. it's not great. Uh, especially because this is the biggest joseph has ever been drawn yeah he is huge for this part H- his muscles have swollen to grandpa's size and he seems to be wearing 18 inch heels he is towering <laughs> yeah over these nazi guards
1: yeah this part is dumb as hell uh it's dumb he takes out the nazis because he's just like oh can i come in he's carrying like two wine bottles and he just does, like, the Coca-Cola trick of charging up the, the wine bottles so the corks mm-hmm. fire out. We call that foreshadowing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and and also
0: continually underlining the parallel between the NYPD and fucking Nazis.
1: <laughs> yes, actually. The <This> show owns. <laughs> uh, he doesn't fire the corks at them, but rather at coconuts on the tree above them, that then <laughs> fall on their head and knock them out, and then he kicks them in the it face. Is indeed a Bugs Bunny-ass plan, yes. So I, I, th- this is where I want to say this. Uh... Because uh, my girlfriend Voidberger watches Jojo, too. She loves it. Jo- Joseph is her favorite Jojo because mm-hmm. she has described Joseph as being anime Bugs Bunny because especially further on the show, he just does, like, wacky fucking, like, Looney Tunes shit to, like, catch people off guard, uh, including the stupid dressing as a lady thing but mm-hmm. and dropping coconuts on their heads. But, yeah, it's, like, the only thing he doesn't do, I think, is, like, the whole, like, Albuquerque gag i think that's the only thing he doesn't do basically uh is is it hamon season or vampire season (laughs) yeah now now joseph is is has made it in he's dragged the the two nazi guards off to the side he's stolen one of their outfits that he remarks he can barely fit in uh because well yeah
0: he he had to lose 80 pounds of muscle mass in order (laughs) to get into it after uh, how he's drawn in that dress yeah uh, so we're we're back inside they are starting to Stroheim is beginning to realize just how powerful th- this thing is that he's holding mm-hmm. uh, especially because it's not
1: there <laughs> yeah oh and also uh, before the whole stupid Joseph cross dressing thing right the, at the very end of the previous research facility scene uh, we see Santana actually say Stroheim's name out of nowhere yes, yes. He, he's suddenly Which... learned his name somehow despite being in a soundproof chamber which is pretty freaky. Yeah, Stroheim's freaking out. Okay, yeah. yeah now and he's just gone. Santana's just gone. So, so Stroheim brings out the security footage. <laughs>
0: yeah, Old which time is on footage. like yeah a, a fucking real to reel recorder. I don't know how they've edited together the multiple camera angles. Shown. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they've got a Nazi in a dark room with the, the like little razor blade just and seriously. and. Uh, <laughs> Stitching together shots. Uh, but Stroheim's plan in order to fish Santana out is to, to pump in knockout gas. Mm-hmm. A plan that relies on this creature needing to breathe, which is no guarantee, I have to say.
1: Yeah. They review this footage to see like where Santana went, what he did. He runs towards a wall and, and leaps up at an air vent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while in midair starts contorting his body in impossible ways you're hearing his bones twist and snap Mm -hmm. and he 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 basically does like a tombs thing from the x-files remember that guy (laughs) um and you just see a shot of him contorting his bottle in disgusting impossible ways and fitting squeezing himself into a two inch tall vent uh duct (laughs) and just slithering through it and and now we know that the
0: true ultimate life form is cat yeah. <laughs> Santaviento uh it manages to slide in the the this tiny gap and crawl through it because he is so smooth featuring Rob Thomas. Uh <laughs> and he could be anywhere by now.
1: Yeah. All the Nazis are just freaking the fuck out. Stroheim looks over at an air vent that leads directly into the room they are in that is connected oh, to shit. the same vents we also breathe the air in the vents. Oh, oh no. And there's one uh, other Nazi, like, standing pretty close to it. And Stroheim goes like, hey, get away from there. The Nazi does the opposite. (laughs) He hears a weird sound coming from the vent. So, yeah, he turns around, puts his face directly next to the vent. And Santana erupts from the vent and burrows into the man's eye sockets and completely... (laughs) He does a Jack the Ripper, but instead of the horse, it's the man's body. And something I appreciate is is that scratch filter
0: effect goes on to the man he is piloting. Yeah. It is transferred.
1: Yeah. And the Nazi is walking around with just a giant hole where his eyes used to be. It's not good. It's, it's pretty fucked up. And he's just going like, hey, I can't see anything. Where do you guys go? Can you all help me? I'm scared. Don't abandon me. And then he swells up. and becomes a gigantic fat man. Due to the control of santana being inside his body i mean there's there's two guys in that guy two guys how's he gonna fit in the clothes for one guy when he's two guys yeah uh so they open fire oh yeah obviously you would (laughs) yeah they load this dude up with bullets he falls to the ground he's bleeding everywhere he gets right back up and just points at, at the Nazis and Stroheim's just like, oh look, he's not actually intelligent. He's just mimicking uh me pointing at him, ordering you guys to fire. You know, it's great. He's actually stupid. It's it's fine. But he brings new meaning to the term finger guns as the, the bullets
0: are expelled from his fingertips, <laughs> which shred open. Just like loose yeah. skin.
1: Ugh. <laughs> it's so gross. This episode this show's is super so gross. Fucking gross. Yeah. Also, while he's doing that, like the this fucked up Nazi that that's possessed by Santana, his lower jaw just slides off of his face very slowly. It makes like a wet plop on the floor, too, God. <laughs> yeah, he fired a bullet uh from his fingers, killed some Nazis. Now, I, I understand that
0: Santana is dangerous. Yeah. I understand that that he has or or shortly will threaten some heroes we hold dear. Mm-hmm. But so far, we've only seen him kill a vampire and a bunch of Nazis. <laughs> yeah. He
1: could be a good guy. He could be an anti-hero, you yeah. know? Who <laughs> yeah. knows? Maybe the Pillar Man is good. Yeah. Around this point, we notice that one of the uh, Nazi soldiers is very obviously Joseph Joestar. Yeah. The, the Nazis were too busy to notice the
0: non-regulation haircut.
1: Yeah. As uh, Santana erupts from the Nazi's body that just splits in half to reveal the buff caveman dude. mm mm-hmm. um, Joseph runs over to Stroheim and rips a bunch of his hair out and charges up with hamon and as he does this the opening guitar riff to owner of a lonely heart plays <laughs> It's a choice it's a good
0: choice yeah. but the the way Joseph talks about this mm-hmm. like it's clear he's used the quote hamon hair attack before Yeah and I'm very curious what that event was Yeah I choose to believe he was defending a bunch of helpless mine widows from Pinkerton goons.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Imagine what Pinkertons Pinkertons would look like in the world of JoJo. That would own. (laughs) They would look like bulldogs and pigs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Joseph is the Antifa JoJo. We we all know this. So, yeah, the Hamon hair attack is rather a defensive move where he charges every... Strand of hair with hormone and th- scatters it into the wind to create a big, like, electromagnetic barrier of hormone, which he uses mm-hmm. to block all of the bullets Santana is firing from his fingers. You know, and Speedwagon is so happy that Joseph is here. Uh, well, yeah, even- <laughs> I wouldn't want to be like he's surrounded by Nazis,
0: a pillar man, he's in a straight jacket, and yeah. his pinky poke didn't work. The man is defenseless in so many ways. <laughs>
1: And yeah, we end the episode with Joseph starting to take off the Nazi clothes, you know, just just saying a one liner like, aha, I'm here now. This is a crazy party. Uh, I just want to point out in this final shot, you can see kind of on where where his neck meets his shoulders. He has a giant birthmark in the shape of a star. I just
0: I love (laughs) that he he used the world's dumbest plan to break into a secret Nazi stronghold. (laughs) That is secret even from the government of Mexico. They would not allow this in yeah. nineteen thirty eight. This is some like deep cover black ops shit, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> in order to just swagger in and challenge the, <laughs> the ultimate life form of of historical <laughs> legend. yeah, Joseph,
1: you beautiful ass. And yeah, that's the end of uh, episode twelve. What, what What do you think of part two so far?
0: Part two, part two feels so much more confident. Yes. Uh, Like it it immediately feels like, okay, we're going to wipe the slate clean. Uh, uh, Part one was, we're going to call it a rehearsal. Mm -hmm. It still counts, but we're going to run with this, this, and this. And here's the direction we're going to go. And just, it hits the ground running Uh, so, so effectively. I love it. Frankly, I love the treatment of Nazis because in so much like, like l- look at indiana jones nazis they're bad well because just just look at yeah. them they are bad but in in uh part 2 so far we we're, we're seeing just gross abuses of power mm-hmm. we're seeing a contrast between their their mythologizing and the reality of who the these rank and file nazis are we're we're seeing the way their ideology drives them to uh in reality, the Nazis never uh, awoke uh, primal <laughs> forces that destroyed them. But yes. it sure happens in JoJo and Hellboy and, and so many other things. Totally. But, but leaves them completely incapable of, of uh, recognizing their hubris, as well as just being monstrous racists, even outside of this, this supernatural yeah. uh, uh, you know, hang-on effects of their ideology. <laughs>
1: I'm curious, so the next three episodes we watch for the, the next uh, episode of this podcast, it's been a while since I've watched part two, like several years, but I remember there is... While this part does really good with that portrayal of the Nazis, it does do one thing that I really did not like, and I'm curious okay. if I'm misremembering it. Okay. So... I will we'll get there. You, you, if if it happens the way I remembered it, you will definitely have it in your notes, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very curious wanted to see that part again and, and your reaction to it, but i uh i I really like that aspect of this part of uh, of jojo of, of part two. uh I just like the way the fights have changed too they're mm-hmm. they're a lot less frustrating because they're making up a far less bullshit. What they are kind of making up for Halmon is like at this point you're just like, okay, <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: even then it's a lot less bullshit compared to part one. And you're not going to get any of the. You're not get any any of the stuff from like the Tarukas fight, where it's like, oh no, I punched. My Hamon through the chain, but it hit the ceiling, and now it can't hit him. When I was Mm -hmm. able to punch through a wall with Hamon before, you know, you don't get that stuff. The one thing that really bothered me, or or bothered me most with Hamon
0: in this uh, set of episodes, in Mm -hmm. in the dawn of uh, battle tendency, is how JoJo starts talking about it as this mystical power he had since birth that he doesn't quite understand, and then the. Hamon hair attack, which I've
1: used at least once before in my life and like, yeah I, how do how did we get from a to b uh. yeah it's it would be one thing if it was more established is just like he doesn't really know the origins or what hamon is about, but he just happens to have a very good natural talent for it mm-hmm. And he doesn't even really know he's using it all the time. He's just good. I, I at just it, feel but... like that's
0: fuzzier than
1: it could be. Yeah, it is. But
0: but the the instances of actually using it have all been very entertaining and uh, uh, consistent enough. That like, yeah, that's what Hamon does. It, you know, water. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of water in Coke. There's a lot of water in cactus.
1: Yeah, and and yeah, other things of just like okay, like he uses the hair, but that's you know that's like part of a living being, and yeah, because because Hamon is so commonly depicted as being like electricity and makes sense that like when you put homo into it the hairs get straight. Mhm. Like all that stuff is like it's good enough. <laughs> part 2 is the part of JoJo until I'd say part 5 that has that leans the hardest into body horror. You <laughs> <laughs> don't um, say. Yeah, uh S- Santana the Pillar Man is a fucking nightmare and it just gets crazier from here too like it just gets it just gets grosser and weirder and crazier but uh all the shit that pillar man can do leads to some like super great fights later on i was really excited for you to to see this set cuz i was very curious to see your how you would how you would like joseph and i'm glad you like him
0: i like joseph a lot joseph hates cops joseph hates nazis i like joseph yeah (laughs) joseph has a temper that but he cares for his sweet grandmama
1: (laughs) yeah and he's also just super fun because he's such a big contrast to jonathan yes yes like both just from attitude and the way he fights down to the fact that like in his very first fight in part two he defeats an enemy that is constantly using the technique that killed the shit out of jonathan (laughs) you know (laughs) Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he pretty handily defeats uh, Straight So with the laser eyes, with, like, a clever trick that I don't think Jonathan would have ever thought of. Well, Jonathan was
0: teetotal. He he couldn't conceive of <laughs> shot yeah. glasses.
1: He's never <laughs> seen one before. Yeah.
0: He had his first glass of wine on his honeymoon and then died.
1: God damn! And also how much of Joseph's fighting doesn't even rely on the hormone that much. He would f- rather just glue grenades to people. God how do
0: how, how, that's fast that's really fast that it's boy it's super fast he got to mexico apparently overnight like he, Dude, he yeah. just ran until <laughs> he found a motorcycle
1: yeah once he got that motorcycle he just fucking floored it i think and uh, never <laughs> ran so out of fast. gasoline maybe maybe he can use hormone to make the gasoline last longer i don't know maybe it makes the motorcycle go faster <laughs> there's a lot of water in gasoline people don't know this yeah but yeah these next three episodes some good shit in them. One or two weird things I'm not sure I like, but very excited to see r- your reaction to uh, the Pillar Man.
0: I'm expecting some weird things.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, with that,
0: that, that's another episode behind us. Next week, we will be back with episodes, episodes 13 through 15, uh, the further uh, uh, adventures of our new JoJo in Battle Tendency. Uh, Deep underground in the Mexican (laughs) desert, surrounded by Nazis and or monsters.
1: (laughs) I love it. Bye, everybody. See you later, everybody.
0: I had something. I thought of something like... Three days ago while I was walking the dog, which is when I... The only time I have ideas (laughs) uh, is is walking the dog. Mm -hmm. Some people get shower ideas. I get just walking the the neighborhood ideas. Okay, sure. (laughs) Maybe I should shower more often. I might get more ideas. (laughs)